Welcome to the Next Chapter Podcast. Whether you were going from high school to college, from college to the real world, from nine to five to entrepreneur, or literally anything in between, we are here to help you turn the page from dreams to reality. Welcome back to the Next Chapter Podcast, where we help turn the page from dreams to reality. Today, the boys are going to be doing another discussion looking at how the week went. Just a weekly update. So, boys, how was your week? Good. Good. As always. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I yeah. think it's always the same answer. As always. Anyone, is anyone ever going to ask me how my week was? How was your week, Ricky? Great. Nice. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Yeah, same old stuff. Same old for me. Yeah. I did something new this week. What was that? I went to a farmer's market. Oh, yeah. How was your experience? I'm not going to lie. It was actually really cool. I did not think it would be be as as cool as it was going around in downtown Austin to a farmer's market. That would be kind of weird, to be honest. What would you get? Got some cookies, mm-hmm. like some actual real cookies. Yeah. Fire. A lemonade. Fire. Dude, everything there was so good. I know, Matt, when we were down there together, you said, all right, new objective to get get rich is to just come spend a ton of money at the farmer's Mm -hmm. market every week. Because it's so much more expensive. But it's it's so much better for you. So it's like, if you can have that as your, because right now it's kind of just like a supplement for me. Like, oh, like, go check it out, get a few extra things. But like, if you can do your primary shop in there, it'd be a lot healthier, but it costs a lot more. Yeah, you definitely run up a check shopping at the farmer's market. That's for sure. Yeah. Your grocery bill probably four times. Probably. At least double. Yeah. I'd say that's probably a fair statement. Did you guys do anything new this week? Um, I went to the gym with Matt. Me too. W gym. Great gym. And like talking about that, uh, like surrounding yourself in areas that you want to be like. And Matt goes to a gym that's super expensive honestly elite level tier like you'd never heard of a gym as expensive as this gym probably and um it it, it, you see all these you see influencers you see actors you see famous people and kind of even the vibe of even being in that facility it's like it makes you feel uplifted and it makes you feel like i need to figure out a way how i'm here every single day Mm -hmm. and kind of like going to the same thing with the farmer's market like well i need to get rich so i can do my shopping here and never have to go to a grocery store ever again stuff like that it puts into perspective of tangible goals and i feel like it's super important to not only visualize your goals but put yourself in positions where you can feel with your five senses what it would be like to live those goals Mm -hmm. you were tasting the gym yeah, facts. That's kind the of water cool. was great. Yeah. It oh, was. You, you, wait, it you actually, was. You actually did say that. I do remember that. And being in those environments, you can see the direct benefit. Like if you're like, if I'm a member at this gym, here's who I can meet. Here's who I could talk to on a daily basis. Or like the farmer's market, you can see exactly the food that's provided there. I saw like, um, it's probably, I think it was on TikTok. Someone was posting like their meals every day and they like got all like local food and stuff. And the caption was like, pay the farmer now or the doctor later. I thought that was really mm. cool. Like you can make the investment to your health now or you can have like the, all the 
downside later in life. Um, but yeah, it is cool. And like, I have been at that gym for a while, but, um, something different I did this week was two days. I went there for like 10 hours straight. I like would work, then work out, then work. And, um, like working on my own, doing different stuff. And it was cool. Just like being more focused. Cause I hate being in my room all day. Like I just can't handle it. Like I feel like very confined and, um, I don't know. I'm just not as productive, but being in a different environment really helps me out. I think it helps everyone out. Um, just being a little bit more open area, being around different people and, um, being somewhere where there's no opportunity to like slack off. Like mm-hmm. if you're in your room, you can easily lay in bed or just like find something else to do. But if you're like for sure at a coffee shop or a library or a co-working space, all you can really do is work or talk to people about working. So mm-hmm. it's it was a lot more beneficial for me. Something I want to do a little bit more consistently um, because I saw the benefit. I was definitely more productive, and it was just like a good way to kind of like reset my week of like okay, I'm gonna just be super like deep work with this maybe once or twice. And then the rest I can kind of have a little bit more flexibility. And the environment there is so cool, dude. I didn't even, I, when you took us to that gym, I didn't even notice the workstations, but it's just so beautiful. Like get the actual place where you can sit down and do work. It looks like a, like a expensive coffee shop. Mm-hmm. It looks so nice. And it's the environment's just crazy. It's a ton of hardworking people who are either working hard in the gym or working hard because they make a lot of money outside of the gym. Yeah. So it is really cool to see. Um, first of all, that gym's just amazing. I think I think it's my favorite gym I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. But has yeah. to be. It has to be, dude. It's so cool. Yeah. A new thing that I did this week, since no one's going to ask me what I did new this week, was, Matt, do you know what it is? Can you think? Um. All right, time's up. Cold plunge. Oh, yeah. I did my first ever cold plunge this week. How was your experience? Fun. Yeah. Not going to lie. It was a lot more painful than I thought it would be. So that was kind of shocking because I thought I could just hop in and it'd be like super easy. Mm -hmm. I didn't really expect it to be hard, but I'm not going to lie. 10 seconds in when your toes go numb Mm -hmm. and you lose all the blood in your feet, you start feeling some type of way. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like a shock to your body you really can't get elsewhere. Like, even a cold shower is not that yeah, no. um, extreme, so yeah, it's cool. Not at all. Cold shower doesn't feel anything like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, because you're fully submerged and you're, like, always surrounded by the cold environment. But is is that – and that cold plunge, is the there's constantly water, like, kicking, so it's not – Very minimal. Okay. But there are cold plunges that, like – have like a current to it so you can never build a thermal barrier like in those you'll get a thermal barrier so it's not as unbearable but there's some where like the because when you sit in a cold plunge and you're just stationary your body will respond to it but if there's water constantly it's why like rivers feel a lot cooler than they are because the water's moving so your body is just like constantly just getting shocked and shocked by cold water Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. but i did a cold plunge for the first time ever and I did 15 minutes in the in the cold plunge at 48 degrees. Yep. That's good stuff. It was... It hurt. That's for sure. And 48 degrees feels way colder than I thought it was going to feel. <laughs> I thought 48 degrees was going to be like, all right, this isn't bad at all. But that felt, it felt really cold. I can't lie. Yeah. What was the biggest lesson that you took away from it? Um, honestly, I wanted to quit at like a minute. 
or right when I got in because my toes were so cold and my toes went numb. But it really just made me realize it's it's everything's mental. Like if you can just lock in the entire time I was saying through my to myself the like as I was going through the ice bath because I would just look at the time sometimes. But I, I had music and I was just thinking like. I could really stay in here all day if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, something bad would probably happen if I was in there for literally 24 hours. But I could stay in here literally all day. It's just my mind wants to get out of it because it's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And whenever you can push past those uncomfortable times, it's it's really just your mind trying to save you. So how can you... What I, when, when I was in there, I was like, okay, so now how can I expose myself to this more to the point where I can just get in it and it really doesn't feel like anything. Yeah. It doesn't bug me. Because there's people out there that are doing 35 degree challenges for, or 30, 35 degree ice baths for super long. And I'm over here at 48 for the first time trying it and it's like, wow, this is cold. Mm-hmm. But like, how can I make that not cold to me? Or even like adding a little bit of an extra challenge, like dunking your head or going back and forth from a sauna so your body's like extremely hot then now you've got to get into the cold so mm-hmm. there's a little different like tactics you can use to increase the difficulty as well yeah for sure one thing i also want to say about that is man i was cold for so long after that mm, ice yeah. bath how'd you sleep after i don't remember it's supposed to like if you do it at sleep. night it's supposed to make you sleep really well we i did do it at night right yeah yeah i did Honestly, don't remember how I slept. I think I, I think I slept pretty good, but I just remember how cold I was. I was literally cold for an hour after. I was shivering after I got out, and it's at night. It's still probably close to a hundred degrees here in Texas. Outside, I was still cold. I was still shivering walking out to the car. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how how much that dropped my body temperature, and how cold I felt internally. But other than that, it was a cool experience. Yeah. Nice. Kind of going off your um, mental barrier, like you said. Um, I watched something recommended to me by um, by a physician, and it was called the Last Lecture, and it was someone who had his name was Randy Pausch, and he was like a Carnegie Mellon professor, and he was diagnosed with some kind of cancer and given X amount of months to live. So he was going to give his last lecture ever. And my, I, it was kind of like a takeaway from that, that relates to you. And he talks about walls, like in everything in life, there's going to be walls and those walls are there to weed out the people who aren't made to go on the other side of the wall. But if you think you can do it and if you have the guts to try to do it you're and, and you can get over you're going to far exceed what other people can do and you just have to realize every wall is just going to be an opportunity where other people quit and to see how bad you really want what you are trying to achieve mm-hmm. that's facts yeah and i thought it was a really good lesson too because We've talked about it before in this. It's how bad do you want something as opposed to other people? Can you push past when your um, adversities seem much higher in magnitude than your goals? And can you figure out a way to keep pushing and mentally or physically pushing yourself to the limits of getting to a new level? Mm-hmm. How would you like to apply it to your life? Um... 
I think just realizing that problems aren't a bad thing to have and with every problem that comes up, figure out a way to get over the the wall or the hurdle because that's where other people stop. So I guess it's kind of give myself a different perspective and look at things not in the bad sense as they are in the present, but for the good of what they could be in the future. It's crazy because when, when you say that, the one thing I think about is back when we had our sales job is they would say, where are your obstacles compared to your goals? And they would always say, you're... To do this job, your goals need to be far bigger than your obstacles. So even when you have an obstacle presented to you, you have to be able to still see your goal. And for the longest time, I was just always like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But it is really true because you're going to have so many obstacles that are thrown at you all the time. And you have to really be able to remember what your goals are and stay disciplined in what you're doing to be able to overcome those obstacles. Because every time you have obstacles that come at you, sometimes you're going to want to quit. And but all the time there will be people that quit at that point. And how far are you willing to go to get to your goal before you get rewarded? Because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to get through a lot of obstacles. Yeah, I think everyone needs to read the book "Obstacles the Way" by Ryan Ryan Holiday. So I think it, I need to too. That's it's a very different perspective than what you just, what you just explained. Really? I think that's a mindset that a lot of people have, but it's very different. How so? It's in the sense of like. The obstacle is the thing that you need in your life. It is the thing that is going to help you grow. It is the thing that brings you to your goals or even realizes what your goal actually is. Like a lot of people want to avoid an obstacle or get over it as soon as possible, but it's really embracing like why this is in your life and the timing of it and how you can not just get past it, but like fully address it and see like why it's in front of you and use an example to open up the book that really stuck with me of um there's like a i think a big rock and um a road in medieval times and people would like try to ride their horse and buggy up to like this palace and the rock was in the way and they just turn away and go get it or turn away and um go away from it and then one person he went and like somehow lifted the rock and there's treasure under and it was from like the king that said like i put this here as a test like your this was in your way to get to your goal but you addressed this obstacle and now i'm going to reward you for it so it's all like interesting stuff, but like sometimes it's not the best to just like get away from it or see that a goal is much bigger. It's like address the obstacle head on. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like the book is very unique that changed my outlook outlook on obstacles. Interesting. So you would say obstacles are a good thing then? Yeah. I think obstacles are a good thing. I think fear is a great thing. I think failure is a great thing. I think even with those things saying they're good is like most people just want to get rid of them as soon as possible. They don't want to like fully address it and like understand why it's there. So what would you do with an obstacle then? It depends on the situation. (laughs) In, in, in a situation where I don't know you, you would not want to deal with the obstacle as fast as possible then whatever that may be. Cause you said people want to get rid of them as quick as possible. So, Like, people just want to ignore them. Like, if you are, like, on a track to a goal and something comes in the way, you just want to, like, veer around it as quickly as possible and not even address what the obstacle is, why it's there, how it can help you. But, like, understanding the answers to those questions will help you get to your goal much faster. So you're saying, like, analyze every obstacle in your path. Okay. I see. Nice. Thanks.
So, Matt, what did you learn this week? Or what, what was something new for you this week? Um, nothing too much new. I, I guess I had two lessons I could touch on. Um, Give me the lessons. What were they? The first one I would say is, I don't know like what really led to this. It may have been like a culmination of things, but I really, I journaled about it the other day. Like, I think I'm much more qualified to help other people than like I think I am. In what sense? Anything. Um, could be coaching as far as like mindset it could be fitness it could be whatever um but i think i always kind of like hold a lot of things in because i feel like uh, part of it's like imposter syndrome of like who am i to say this well i'm not qualified like what have i done Mm -hmm. so i don't say like what i really want to or like help in the way that i think i could um but then also just like there seems like there's always going to be like a next step like i always should be better to do this. Like I always should be more physically fit to train other people. Well, with that mindset, like it's good, you're always going to grow, but there's never going to be a day where you feel qualified then because you're always chasing the next thing. So I don't know what the next step is. Um, been trying to figure that out, but like, and even a few days ago, um, like college football starting, like I represent four guys this year and all of them are starters. And like, I'm 22 and it's just like, it was a crazy realization that like most people that like want against the field I work in, like they're not even close to where I am, w, but they're not even all congrats, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate dog. that. Thank Facts. you. Um, but even if they are in the field, they're not like at the level I am. And I still think like, I'm still not good enough for it, but I'm just like, I could help people get to this level. And, and like me being in the, in the room with those kind of guys, how can I even help those athletes? Not only be a starter, but an all American. So I think just different things of like putting myself out there more um, was a big realization for me. Like even like we went to the gym and you were like very complimentary of our workouts. I'm just like, if I put like Ricky on a plan like that, like if you're consistent, you'd get results easily. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I oh, have wow. a lot of experience in different areas that I feel like I haven't like tried to branch out with. Cause I always feel like, feel like I need to do more, get better myself, but everybody's got to start at some point so let's talk about this right now then since this podcast is about all about it's all about getting better right Mm -hmm. how can you take the next step what can your next step be where you can introduce yourself into this certain part of life where you're helping people and you're able to spread your knowledge to people around you in any in any facet yeah i think the easiest example i can think of is that like a lot of people can relate to is personal training okay because like we've talked about it recently yes we have and it's like something i want to do but like so then what's holding you back from doing it it's like those objections that i said already um or those obstacles i should say but then also it's like what to your last question about like how do you address that or like how do you introduce yourself as that it would be like because a lot of things is driven off social media now Mm -hmm. um it would be like Hey, I'm accepting clients for per- like that'd be so uncomfortable for me to say. Like I'm just like like even like I I'll post a lot of things. Like you I'm will. not I'm not very active with posting, but like I I'll post what I want, but something like that it would be uncomfortable for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm like fully admitting that and I don't know just w. like it's very weird because it comes down to like how people view you and I just like from someone seeing me like, oh, like He's not, he didn't go to school for that or like, I don't know. It just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of different things. Um, but at the same time, and also I was talking to someone at work about this. I think like, 
I can provide a lot of value, okay. but at the same time, like I can't grasp my mind around like people paying me for it. So many times I've wrote workout plans for people. I've told them what to eat. I told them what to do. I think you've wrote one for me before. Probably. And I'm just like, I'll do it all for free. Like I just like, boom, get it out there. But for me, like, especially people I went to like high school and college with that I've helped before to do the same thing and say, Hey, it's now $497. Be like, yeah. It'd be really weird to do that, especially people that you've known before and like have done that for free. So yeah, it's just a lot of like different things that it's hard to wrap my head around, but like that's where everybody starts. And like, yeah. I don't know, I've had so many people on my podcast that like do fitness stuff in particular. And they're just like, I make so much money just like from stuff I've learned already, like just teaching other people. Or maybe you don't even have to charge initially. Yeah. Like maybe what you can do is be like, yes, I'm, I'm accepting new clients. You can, you can take that first uncomfortable step. Be like, I'm accepting new clients for, for, for personal training, but I'm, the first five clients are going to be free. Yeah. The next five clients that sign up with me, completely free. Mm-hmm. And then you just get like a little test run to see how they go about. And whenever you feel comfortable about it, then you're like, wow, this is worth $500. Okay, now I'm going to go charge someone $500. Yeah. And spots start filling up. Okay, wow. Now that's now spots are getting competitive. Now I'm going to charge $1,000. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to start. You, yeah. can, you can just be like, all right, now I'm doing this for free. All right, next question. When is that post going up? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I it, think maybe you could, uh, like, do some stuff on your free time. Like, yeah. like, you know, like, like write a workout plan and be like, okay, like, maybe even test it out for yourself and be mm-hmm. like, would I like this? Yep. You know? And, or, like, use the things before that got you results. I'm sure you still have old workout mm-hmm. plans. I mean, we, I've seen how yours, but your body has transformed and me too. And in such short periods of time as 75 days or like over the course of the 10 years I've known you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe it's just, you know, like trying it on yourself. And I think people would want to look like you, to be <laughs> honest. Thank you. So there yeah. you go. First hand, first hand, uh, little testimonial. Yeah. Testimony. Yeah. A little testimonial there, but we need to figure out. Because, Matt, we want you to get better. Thank you. So does the audience. When are you going to make that post to put yourself out there? Because we always say uncomfortability is the mm-hmm. way. Got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's where you're going to grow. Yeah. You know what you have to do. Yeah. I think what I need to do to start, or I, what I know I need to do to start, is posting more fitness-related stuff like yeah. to my feed. Okay. Just so if like someone new comes, they're not just like... Who's this guy? He's all over the place. You know, yep. He's not doing something like specific. So... I think my brand is a lot more than just fitness. So like I need to post what's important to me, but just more frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that just comes with like in the gym recording more, just nice, you know, being more intentional about like what kind of content I can put together in that sense. Nice. So once I get there, that'll give me the base to then branch out and say, okay, I'm, this is who I am now. I like it. There Thanks. you go. Thanks. There we go. Well, new new things started there. Yep. Looking forward to the start of some some personal training by Matt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So if any if anyone's watching this podcast wants to get trained by Matt, I promise he looks great and he can get you <laughs> great results. So appreciate yeah, it. And two spots already taken. There's yeah. Only, there's only three spots. Yeah, there's only three. You have to wait till next year. Yeah, I'm I'm signing up, but I ain't paying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's awesome, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Is there anything else 
that you learned this week? I know you said you had two lessons. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. Yeah. Um, I actually am on my way to listening to this twice just because it was so good. But it was um, Chris Williamson's podcast. I don't know if you ever got It's called Modern Wisdom. Mm-mm. Never um, He interviews a lot of like high-level people, but he's interviewed Hormozine twice now. Um, the one, The second one just dropped like a week ago. Listen to it. And then I started watching it on YouTube today at the gym um, just to kind of put stuff in again. But one thing towards the end of the interview that they were talking about is like, obviously in personal development, we get so many outside influences from books, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like if you really want to be great and you're like listening to all this stuff, um, like I, I think Eric, you mentioned it before, like you always watch stuff, but it's just like how much is retained, how much is applied, like not right. always the most. Um and they were talking on this podcast for three and a half hours. And they were like, if you could just take one thing or even half a thing that we talked about, they went through like, I think it was 23 tweets that Alex put out before and they were just analyzing them and what they meant. So there's 23 things you could learn from. Most people would think I need to get these 23 things down. I need to apply them to my daily life. You're going to be overwhelmed, not do any of them. But they're saying, if you can just do one and apply that, you're going to be so much better off than you were before. And he was Chris was basically saying like when you listen to a podcast, read a book, what's the one thing you just can't stop thinking about? What's the one thing you go tell your friends about? He he said like what's the one thing you tell your mom about and she just doesn't care? You know, <laughs> all these different things like what is that one thing that really resonates with you? You want to tell the world, you want to post, you want to clip it so it's in your camera roll. What's that one thing? Like there's always something you probably think about a book right now where that one thing came from or a podcast where you're like, yeah, that that really resonated with me. Well, that's the thing you need to pursue. That's the thing that you need to hone in on and get better with because that's what sp- spoke to you. We can be talking right now, everybody's just like, cool, like went to a farmer's market, gym stuff, but maybe there's one little thing that Eric said that's like, yeah, that that sunk in with me. That's what you need to pursue. That's mm-hmm. what you need to learn more about, dig deep into, because number one, you're being really intentional about just applying one thing to your life, but two, it's a signal. Like success leaves clues. Success will show you like, hey, I'm over here, like, this is what you need to get there, but most of us just ignore it. So just, I think one thing I learned was it doesn't have to be like, yeah, maybe you can go and listen to five podcasts a day and read 50 pages and that's all great, but lower your expectations of what your takeaways are. And I think less is more in many things in life and this applies too. like take one thing away from it and journal about it, whatever you want to actually get it really dialed into your brain. Nice. Well said. So quick question then. Has it changed? Because all of us, we, we're always listening to podcasts. We read all the time. Has it changed the way you are consuming content now? Not yet because I just listened to that the first time like a couple of days ago. Okay. So I haven't like consumed too much since then. Okay. Um, Will it change? Yeah, absolutely. How because so? what I want to start doing more is I have, I might get an extra one just for this purpose, but I have a journal that I just write in every day, but I would like something that I could write down, even if it's like really small, um, of like a quick lesson, just so like I can. For the day, a day could be multiple times a day, whatever. Just something okay. I don't want to forget. Okay. Because how many times you hear something like, "Oh, that's great," two hours later you forget it. You know. So, one thing that like you want to write down, put into a notebook, so it stays there, and then you can go back. And I have this in my phone. I'm not as intentional as I want to, but I just it's called lessons learned, and it's just like this podcast at this timestamp, this is the quote. And then I could just go back and be like, oh, like, that's cool. I want to go back to that. So something with the same sense of like, just kind of put the lessons in one place that I can 
remember them better and refer back to them. Nice. So is it going to change the frequency you listen to podcasts and the frequency that you read? No. Um, I think it'll just kind of make me more... Aware? Yeah. Hyper-focused. Yeah, like selective, I guess it would, would be the word to use. Like, yes, try to absorb as much as possible, but I'm just looking for one thing that speaks to me. And that's okay. Yeah. Like that'll like if if I'm just listening to a podcast in the background, not everything has to be like quotable. Like I don't have to think like, you know, super focused every second. Like I'm waiting for that one thing to just like just let it come to you. And not you don't need ten takeaways from a podcast or ten takeaways from a book. Just wait for that one thing, and then boom, you got it. You nice. got your money's worth. Nice. I like it. Thanks. Is there any other lessons that anyone learned out through through the week, which is Eric or me? I guess I'm referring to myself. So I guess I'll answer myself, no. But what about you, Eric? No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, that has been it for this episode of the Next Chapter Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. Come back next Thursday to find out how our week went again. We'll just keep asking the same question for as far as time goes on, how the, how the week keeps going, and maybe the answer will change from good. But Maybe we'll do more fun stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll do more fun stuff too. Which we need to do. Yeah. Which 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 is which is what? Um. Yeah. Go swimming. All right. Go swimming. Go shooting. Go shooting. Go driving somewhere. Go boofing. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of fun stuff on the way, so we'll talk about those in the future podcasts to come, when when they rise. But thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We upload every Tuesday and Thursday. Other than that, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.